All right, welcome to I Have a Bad Feeling About This. Good evening, Cho. Hello, Ryan. How are you? Good to see you again. Good, good to see you. It's been a while. It has been a while. Yeah, the last um, the last run of films, um, we had were a little bit disappointed in, weren't we? Not really worthy of talking about. No. Um, which was surprising, actually. Yeah. I think there were a couple that we were looking forward to. Um, we saw, what have we seen? Uh, Mission Impossible 6. Yeah, we yeah. both saw that independently. Yeah. And we were both a bit, yeah, meh. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things I, I heard about it, that yeah. they that they came up with a whole bunch of plot devices yeah. and then just retrofitted this story. Right, right. And it kind of felt yeah. like that. Well, I got halfway through that movie and they were still explaining everything that was <laughs> happening in the moment. I was like, yeah, you guys are just making this up as, as you go. Yeah. Having said that, I mean, you know, we both saw it because we just wanted to see Tom Cruise jump out of things and yeah. on, over things and... Fly, you know. Flying helicopters. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, that was fine. But we did make the point that we, we started to think that maybe we're just paying Tom Cruise to do shit he loves doing, you know. I, I think that's definitely, <laughs> definitely the case. Like, you know, he's he's in his 50s or whatever now. Yeah. He's like, you know what? I just want to do stunts yeah. and, and pay me millions, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I was like, I don't know. Make a good story yeah, as well for the rest of us. I know. Um, I agree. I, I went and saw my fill of, of blockbuster uh, Woe. I've seen Skyscraper, <laughs> which... Um, Excellent. I used to I used to think I I, I could watch Dwayne Johnson, yeah. The Rock, yeah. um, you know, make toast and be yeah, happy. Yeah. I'm, I'm not I'm not I'm not as happy now. I, I I'm not as convinced that I that I can watch him do anything. Are we reaching a point where where we need to be very? We just need to be more careful. It sounds like you know because you know, we have a lot of love for these um, these actors and, yeah. and and so on and and the, the movies that they've they've done and the joy they've brought us. But it seems like now um, it's a what is it? Just kind of diminishing returns. Oh yeah, and and they're just like you know they know they're on a paycheck. Let's yeah. cash in while we can. They're just making every film they possibly can in yeah. these like short amount yeah. of time. Um, <laughs> I went and saw the Meg. So oh my god! Interesting. So good. <laughs> like these the so so the the story goes, and I think we've mentioned this is that uh, the middle class of China now three hundred million people are pretty much the biggest cash cow that Hollywood can have, and they've also own uh, Lionsgate, a distribution and production company. So they have big money in interest in films now, which means we're seeing a majority of big blockbusters really touching on um, sort of Chinese politics. They have a, a you know obligatory shots of of um, of Hong Kong or Singapore or wherever that they're filming, and they have a contingency of of um, Chinese actors, which all feel a little shoehorned in the plot. They they give a token hello in Chinese and then it's all forgotten about you know but but it's definitely there yeah well the the business of uh, filmmaking in 2018 yeah it's pretty bleak it's it's a little bit depressing <laughs> yeah. I, and that's not the first time that I mean this is, they've been doing this for um, I think that really the last. 10, 15 years, you know, these big co-productions have been going yes. on and um, America and China trying to, trying to work together. Um, we've seen Transformers. Um, we've yeah. seen... Um, what? Kong, King Kong Skull Island okay. was a big yeah, one. Yeah, we, they had yeah. that. We've seen... Uh, uh, Looper was, was one that also, you know... Was it? Very shoehorned in. I mean, you reminded me of that. It was like, you know, you had uh, these <laughs> had this scene in China, uh, in Shanghai of... of um, of Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character literally just walking around Shanghai. <laughs> the, the film stops halfway through and oh. it's just, it's a two minute montage of him being in China. And you're just like, yeah, see, I, I wasn't picking it up then. 
you know, as much as I am now, but I yeah. think it's just now that it's on my radar a bit more. Sure. But yeah, I didn't realise that it had gone back so far. Well, you know, look, forget the politics for a second. <laughs> How was the Meg? I oh, mean, Jason Statham, Ruby Rose, Giant Shark. Come on, uh, come I'm, on. I'm not really sold on Ruby Rose. No. no. <laughs> uh, on her... Um, Okay. I I like Jason Statham. Yeah, I think he's, but he is as he is he Jason he, Statham he, as Jason. Statham. He but, looks like he's just flatlined uh, in this movie. He's like, There's a big shark down there. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to go and chase it. It's like you know, yeah, cool. They th- what I think they did that they should have done better was they didn't know whether they were halfway serious and half or okay, earnest and halfway right, kind of like right. um jokey. Yeah, yeah. And if they had it gone one way, the uh, yeah. oh, they almost went a bit too serious. Like, okay, you know, because it looks yeah okay. It's one of those movies that yeah. looks so ridiculous. Um, yeah, kind of. It's if yeah if you don't if you don't embrace it, I see how it would fall flat. I, I think maybe they were worried that they were going to um, get into kind of Sharknado territory, so they were trying to legitimise it a little bit. Um, practical shark, CGI shark. Um, there was a bit of both actually. Okay, cool, so they cool. did use some practical stuff. Okay. Yeah, and uh, practical blood or CGI blood. I mean. I mean, uh, you know, Both again. Oh, good, good. Because, you know, when you see these movies, mm. when you see a giant monster movie, you, you want, especially if it's a shark, you know, mm. rows and rows of teeth, you want to see that, that you know, that, that mannequin just get chopped <laughs> yeah. in half. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a good, I, I really, I'm, I'm a sucker for a shark film. And sure. so Who's I, not? Yeah. I'll always, I'll always enjoy it in some way. Yeah. And so... I really liked, you know, the shark looked pretty good and yeah. it was it was super big. And, yeah. you know, they did those obligatory shots again that yeah. they do with Jurassic World yeah. where they put it into a, um, a, a, well, I think it was a beach in Shanghai. Yeah, <laughs> okay, of course. Great, great. <laughs> where <laughs> the big shark. Oh, that's so You see good. the scale, yeah. you know. Is, now, is it worth seeing just for those stupid moments? Because those, fu- those are what you would go to see these movies uh, for. You know, it depends how precious you are f- yeah. for your time. And your money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because given given a wealth of time. And money. Yeah, money. Yeah, I'd probably say, yeah. <laughs> but if you're a bit time poor, there's a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Clearly, I've got some other things on my yeah. mind in my life at the moment. Yeah, I'm sure you'll. <laughs> you, you will be fine. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, well, look, I mean... We, Black we, Klansman. Oh, yes. Yeah, so, you know, yeah, yeah, a big hype and for me, uh, a little bit let down. A little bit let down. I thought it was just a... It was kind of... It was flat and yeah. thought... Um, it, All I, over the place. Yeah, tonally a bit strange. Also yeah. not really knowing what it wanted to be and I thought it lacked a little bit of the passion that you... I would have assumed that, you know, you would have brought into this but again I I, kind of got a sense that maybe he was playing against that Um, but it didn't really Come off well for me. I, I no, thought it was a bit flat. We 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 thought the same thing. Where it could have definitely built for an American audience, American politics, and I think f- outside of that, it resonated. But I don't think to the same degree as what I think it, it could have or should have. It's really hard, I think, for a lot of um, screenwriters at the moment. How do you compete with what's happening actually in the real world? I, yeah. I literally, I mean, I spent the I've been you know spent the last few days just flicking back and forth on CNN, and and that that in itself is my entertainment. It's <laughs> just so absurd. <laughs> and ridiculous, you know. Yes. So look, it's it's probably a little bit tricky to try to kind of encapsulate that, but at the same time, you know, race politics, um, you know, is such a, a, a hot topic issue. Yeah. You know, with Nike and you know, there's a lot of uh, a lot going on in that, and you know, I just thought that this didn't just didn't really didn't really add enough to that conversation, which was disappointing. Mm. And we were constantly wondering whether or not we were laughing or whether or not we were, and then they kind of, they put in a small section at the very end of yeah. the film where you're like, you, yeah. well, you left kind of like, well, now it's not. That was probably the most interesting thing for me about Black Klansman was the idea that 
there were uh, a lot of um, a lot of a lot of things that happened, a lot of the stuff that people said, the way people talk in that yeah. film. Um, actually, I felt like I couldn't laugh about it because, mm. of course, it has you know it's overtly racist and whatnot. Even if it is um, slightly humorous in the scene or in the moment, yeah. And I found that tension to be the most interesting thing. And if, if anything, I mean, the movie it did it, it was a uh, you know it kind of gave me that reflexive sort of a, mm. a feeling that sometimes is is good in a film, um, but ultimately, yeah, it didn't really pay off. Hey. No. Yeah. No, and yeah, we can't sit there and laugh at at, at, at black jokes and yeah. black colour jokes and yeah. stuff. Being, you know, we're not of that race, so yeah. I think we would de- definitely be scorned. <laughs> yeah. So, so then, yeah. So I, I guess for me, anyway, that was probably the interesting tension yeah. there because it was, it was, I, I, yeah, it was um, a little bit, yeah, just a little bit um, uneven. Yeah, I think that I think they did the the, the sort of the the racial um, satire or the racial sort of commentary better in films like Get Out right. and things where um, it was it was done within the story context yeah. and it wasn't really just like a sort of like a in your face this is you know this is white person attitude black person attitude and at the very least done with a bit more intent and yeah. uh, I think a, a more subversive totally. Yeah, yeah, but anyway, that's a bit, 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 bit of a wrap up. But yeah. we did see, we did see, and it's, the reason we're here tonight, um, tonight is to talk about um, a new film that um, has come out uh, that recently screened at one of our festivals here in Melbourne um, called Leave No Trace. Thank you for this recommendation, by the way. Um, I, you know, didn't hear. Uh, I completely missed the festival as as, as um, interstate at the time, and um, you know what? I had ne- wouldn't have seen this film if it wasn't for your recommendation. I'm, I'm really glad that yeah. I did. So looking forward to talking about. This yeah, one? it's going to be good. Well, we, well you know, I, I watched it under the, under the, probably the strength of Winter's Bone, which okay. is Deborah Granick's uh, film from 2011, um, where Jennifer Lawrence sort of you know broke out and she right. was into the mainstream after that. What's that film about? Um, that one follows a story uh, of of a missing father, and Jennifer Lawrence is looking after her children. So it has a similar sort of tone as thread as far as family and things like that. And she has she's trying to track down her her father. To um to sort of look after, um to, or to find a reason, and and the the authorities and stuff like that are sort of trying to separate her because she's too young to kind of look after the the family and stuff like that. And there's a very similar thread going through that where it's um community structures and various little people sort of pulling together and to um to sort of help or not help in some cases. Um, That's great. The family thing. So it's a That's, very great film. So clearly there's some themes going on here that the director is, is playing with through, uh, you know, several of her films and, and yeah. that's really wonderful. It's yeah. great themes um, and in this film well explored, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. And I mean, and going on that film and I think Jennifer Lawrence, she, she was fantastic in that film. So as much as she's saturated now in the market, that film, like it really shows her strengths as an actress, uh, an actor and just like how how she can really bring the emotion to it, you know. So tonight we're talking about Leave No Trace, um, Deborah Granick's new film. Uh, and this one follows the, the story of a father and a daughter, a young daughter, a 13-year-old, uh, basically living in, in, a, in a parkland in Oregon. They're discovered by authorities and basically forced to reintegrate back in, into society for better or for worse. <laughs> It's not a drill. Yeah, it's right up here. He's got him. Stand up. You alone out here? My daughter's with me. Dad? Let's go. Can you tell me where you live? In the park? 
So you're listening to I Have a Bad Feeling About This, and we're talking about Leave No Trace. Um, I, I love this film. I thought it was a, a, it really it emotionally resonated with me. It was really well performed. The human spirit is a, it plays a big part in this film. Um, and you know, I thought that despite the the way that the kind of the, the story and the narrative um, winds and, and takes us through all, the, quite a, a, a large journey, um, it really had that really strong core. It really had yeah. just a few really strong threads um, tying this film together. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I thought that that, that for me, was, was really, really strong. It reminded me a lot of Into the Wild, yes. Sean Penn's Into the Wild. Um, and, you know, I, found, I think that, that sort of masculinity of um, wanting to kind of just be in the wilderness and, and, and conquer that unknown was really nicely offset by this young teenage, you know, girl who she's coming into the world she's discovering who she is and what she wants and her whole world is opening up i, I thought that was mm. like, really wonderful to see and, and portrayed so so beautifully by this young actress yeah thomason mckenzie so i agree and i think um i think that the the way that um you yearned for for both sides Right. Was really well played, yes. you know. Totally, you, you understood him, yes, and you understood her. Like yeah. every time she got a little bit of like what was a grounding thing, what a child needs, yeah. and that little bit of security, you know, you felt the father's tension and pulling yes. that yes. he was um, having trouble, and you know, and that he could that they just couldn't see each other's point of view. But they loved each other so much, and and that, I thought that was again done really, really well um, with that storyline. You know, you have this this idea of these two people, uh, father and daughter. I mean, the closest of close bonds that you could you could imagine, and and the film, and you know, it's these two threads that are just interwoven within you know around each other, and you know, kind of their lives just orbit one another's, and and she's just so close to him, literally at the start of the film, yeah. they're, they're in, you know, they're, they're just, it's just it's just the two of them, you know, mm. and then as the film goes on, you you get to see this, it's I guess it's a coming of age, it is a coming of age story for for both of them, yeah, in a way, isn't it? definitely, and you know, you just see their lives start to move in and open up, and you see that the distance start to kind of come between them um but not in a you know in, in it just in a in a really um truthful way yeah i felt it definitely felt like there was real emotion the, the chemistry between the two actors um really well cast wonderful oh my God. ben foster um i got i gotta give big props to he's one of my favorite actors and i i, I yeah. love everything i see him in and what was some of the previous things that he's been in uh, the last thing that i saw him in was lone survivor um, that's right a Marky yeah. mark movie where he plays a, a <laughs> navy seal <laughs> mark Wolf. The, but but a, a serious yeah. war movie you know that's was, a great uh, was film. A, yeah and and you know now uh, he plays uh, he plays one of the the navy seals in that um i remember him um in um 310 to yuma with Christian yeah. Bale and Russell Crowe, he plays this um, blonde, creepy um, cowboy assassin guy. Um, he was in. He played Angel in X Men. Yeah. I saw him in um, um, Alpha Dog, this Nick Cassavetes film about this true story. Um, again, he plays. You know, kind of. I think he played a hoodlum in that. But um, yeah. it was a. It was a kind of this big ensemble piece. Anyway, the, every time, every time you see Ben Foster, mm. you know that it's going to be a serious film. I mean, you you saw him in Hell or High Water. Yeah, against uh, Chris Pine. Yeah. Um, and Jeff Bridges, and he's great in that too. But I've only really just started to discover him, and knowing you know when you when you start, you know, ah, oh, he's been in everything that I've seen. 
but I've never actually paid attention to that it's actually him, yeah. you know, but now he's becoming such a strong character. Well, he's definitely got a type. Yeah. He definitely plays a type. He plays someone that's uh, brooding and troubled. Yeah. He plays someone that is mysterious and you a, a character that you don't quite know the motivation of mm. um, from the outset. He, he, he holds his cards really close to his chest and that really, that works for all the characters he plays. And I think yeah. in this role in particular in, in um, Leave No Trace, I thought it was a, a really great piece of casting because yeah. you want to know what makes him the way he is. You can't, and that's, a, that's an interesting point that you make um, and that is, a, is a, a reasonably common thread in modern filmmaking where they don't spell it out to you quite as much. You, you get an inkling that he has some sort of post-traumatic stress disorder. They, they mention that he's an ex, uh, you know, uh, veteran, yes, right. soldier. And they did a similar thing in a recent film called uh, Tully, which um, which was um, Diablo Cody's uh, Shalouse Theron, where she has post-birth, uh, um, what's it Post-natal called? depression. Depression, yeah. But they don't tell you right. straight up. Yeah. And that what you're saying about, you know, you want to know what, what, what makes him tick and what's led him into the wilderness in the way he is, yeah. um, you know. Because it, the, the start of the film is quite extreme. You have these two people who are living a completely alternative lifestyle yeah. um, and a lifestyle that is not accepted. I mean, these people are homeless essentially, but yet he's chosen to, to do this and to raise a daughter like that. I mean, mm. it's, in, in a lot of ways, it's quite confronting. Um, yeah. And again, it's, it's, it's credit to the strength of Thomason the 13-year-old the, the um, actress, that she plays, she's so strong yes. that she actually holds up, the, the balances that, 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 that story quite well. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's, it's something that is, um, it's pretty out there. And yeah, in, you know, you want to know what made him this way. You want to know what he went through to reject society in such a way. But at the same time, again, you know, I, this is what I really enjoyed about the film. You could relate to that. You know, in, yes. in, in some ways, it wasn't so alien that sense of um, wanting to be an individual and to pursue your own life, your own way. Again, this is what reminded me of Into the Wild. Yep. You know, that that sense of just um, being a, a free human. Uh, and in the, the, in, there's a few lines that, of dialogue in the film where that you know um, Ben Foster's character and then his daughter they both say various times about um, being free to think your own thoughts. Yeah. And and I thought. You know, for me, that's that's again probably one of the the threads of the film that um, I, I love to explore as I'm yeah. watching this film. You know, I think everyone has the dream. You know, when you're on the hamster wheel and you're running, and you just think, oh, "I'd love to just jump off this thing." And be free. Totally. And in this day and age as well, I mean, even if you're not in the, the you know, quote unquote rat race, yeah. life is just so structured, you know, you, yeah. you live in, we, we everything is connected and, and everything has a trickle on effect to something else. And, and again, this film, um, I thought explored that in a really nice way, you know, um, at, at the, after the, the first 20 minutes of the film, something happens and um, the, the, the father and the daughter, they're forced to reintegrate into society as you yeah. said before and then you know what a great contrast you yeah. know where at the start of the film they are 100% in control of every facet of their lives they they literally were not wanting to leave anything behind and, and take nothing new and you know just exist in the moment to then being in um, uh, you know in some sort of um, social service program mm. where you know just being bombarded with questions and and all of these structures and I thought that that made that that felt really really constricting and, and I, I the, the rooms yes, in the house and the right, TV exactly. and it just was like how boring and and that's 
that's our world. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's the world that we live in. And um, so, you know, to, to kind of be shown that in that way, um, yeah, was was refreshing and, and, yeah. you know, and eye-opening, you know. And one of the, one of the phrases was, um, it's not illegal to be homeless, but it's illegal to live on public land. Right. With it, you know, and it's kind of like, yeah. well, then it's essentially illegal. Right. To be homeless, yeah, like you know, yeah, exactly, and you 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 cannot. It's hard to believe that we um, we can't just go off yeah. into the wilderness right. and and survive by right. us. It, with, if you have the capability, right. I understand we would probably die. Definitely, <laughs> definitely, Ryan. You but, and I, we, we wouldn't survive long. No, but the people who have obviously the capabilities, like uh, Ben Foster's character, just not us. Yeah, <laughs> definitely not. We, we, you know, we we would. We would be ha- we would be helicoptered out in one of those winches. You know, he's he's he's, <laughs> yeah. he's doing the flint thing and the, yeah. the little sparky thing on the on the little yes. dry thing. And, and it's the first time like, you see her worry about him. You know, she she worries about <laughs> yes. him because he's yeah. obsessive. You know, and obviously he has yeah. some, but. But yeah, he can obviously live, and it's not—it's not legal to do that. No, you will get taken away from that. Yeah, so you know, I, I, I and I, look, you know, as you were kind of talking about that, I kind of thought to myself, you know, no, I, again, another credit to the film is that it didn't feel preachy. It, it, a lot of this stuff, I think, it could have, it could have been way more heavier-handed. Yeah, but it wasn't, which was great. These, you know, it stayed true to the moment and the experience of the characters within the story. Yeah, I, I, I at no point felt like I was out of the story, and. Um, again, you know, it's, it's a, it's, it's a tricky tightrope to walk. Totally. And she does it so well. And when, and when, you, when the younger character says, we had a home, you believe it, you know, that was their home in, yeah. in, in the wilderness, yeah. in the bush. And you feel for them that they've lost it. And then, then the film, you know, as it progresses, um, well, it becomes a road, a road trip. It yeah. becomes, a, it becomes a, quite a big journey that they go on. But you start to feel, you, at the start, you, you don't want that. And then they do, she's a, such a great, strong director because all of a sudden you feel um, the daughter starts integrating in a way and she meets someone and they, they, she starts doing normal sort of things and you start to feel you don't want her to leave that environment that's right. that all of a sudden she isn't as safe again going going back to into the wild um, yeah. that was that was in in a lot of ways um the same journey that Christopher McCandless takes right so he goes on this big road trip and he meets all these great people um and you know every each time he, he meets people there's, there's um Vince Vaughn he he stops and he, he helps Vince Vaughn farm and then he meets um that's right he meets uh Kathleen Kennedy no who's the um, oh, Catherine Catherine Kena, Kena. Yeah. the hippie couple. Exactly, the yeah. hippie couple, and then they, you know, and then he meets um, um, the chick from Twilight. Um, yeah, Kristen Stewart. Right, exactly. So you know, <laughs> there's, there's these like checkpoints in in his trip, yeah. and and each time, you know, he he learns from them and he teaches them as well. And you kind of go, you want him to stay because they're his people. And and again, it was it was like this in this film, you know, where mm. um, I think th- for me it may be a little bit more poignant because you got a sense that this girl was, you know, learning about the world for the first time. Yeah. Whereas um, Christopher McCandless, he, he had finished you know, college and he was a, this. You know, he was she, more of a free. Yeah, exactly. He, 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 yeah. he had something to rebel against. He, he knew what he wanted and he was chasing that. Whereas for this girl, she was discovering people and ideas yeah. and and little things and that was it was really um, beautiful to see and and I, I think again you know you, it was so important that you had uh, her point of view mm. so that um, again something to kind of go off Ben Foster's father character you know and and yeah. his 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 
closed offness. The his, stoicness. Of yeah. His, his, and the difference, I think, as well between um, Christopher McCandless is that, like, he was underprepared and he, he, he basically died from some juju berries that he ate when he starved himself to like and you kind of got so. you kind of got like yeah. okay yeah. you kind of he made a few mistakes tell anyone. he made a, he made some big mistakes yeah right. whereas right. these guys they They're could have prepared. survived almost yeah. indefinitely yeah. had had they not been yeah. on the run i got a, a little bit of a uh, last of us vibe as well and yeah. anytime a film yes. gives me some last of us vibes I'm like that's a good oh, thing yeah. logan as well yeah. you know the father and the daughter and strong characters so self-sufficient good. characters um really great to see yeah was your dad in the service he was do you feel safe living with your dad we didn't need to be rescued your dad needs to provide you shelter and a place to live he did it's not a crime to be unhoused but it's illegal to live on public land we have found an option are we gonna be okay here still think our own thoughts keep that away look where you want to go School is about social skills, not just intellectual ones. I think it might be easier on us if we try to adapt. We're wearing their clothes, we're in their house, we're eating their food, we're doing their work. We have adapted. So you're listening to I Have a Bad Feeling About This. Uh, we're talking about Leave No Trace. Um, and we both love this film. We, uh, we, it, we, I was very pleasantly surprised and quite moved Um what were some of the other? So we've talked about the story. Yeah. Um, we both, you know, think that you know it was a really well told story. Um, the pacing was great. It was truthful to the characters. What was some? Were, were there anything else that jumped out at you that you were like, "Well, oh, this is really great" or, or not so great? I think there was like I kind of would have would have wouldn't have minded a little bit more um, of the setup part of the story where they're in the wilderness and they're, they're sort of surviving. I felt as though maybe it was a, a sort of a matter of, of pacing, but I felt as though it would have been nice to have of of had a little bit longer in the wilderness and they, they, how they were surviving and how they were, you know, how they managed to do it. I, yeah. I thought the same thing, but then I also kind of thought, look, at the end of the day, we're so spoon-fed this stuff anyway, mm. you know, and, like, I'm kind of glad that that part of the film was not a huge part and, and we moved on. It was a great starting point, you know. Yeah, so you felt it was... like it was, I, I had enough. I was en- That was enough for me. There was enough to kind of propel. Um, again, I, I, I like efficient storytelling, you know, and I thought it was this film was quite tight. There really wasn't that much that um, I... Th- could see that that didn't need to be there. Yeah. Um, the the story threads, the 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 plot devices, the motifs, um, you know, the way that it, it conveyed information was really efficient. You know, the with the um the 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 the, the papers that we see at the start. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we know that they're important paper documents, and then later on we use that to reveal a little bit about the backstory. Yeah. Really well done. Yeah. Really well done. It's, you're right. It didn't feel as though it was it was long and drawn out. No. I I, feel, I did feel occasionally that. Um, and I, you know, maybe it was a good thing that they did it, but every character that was in the film that was that was sort of a part of their community, um, they never felt as though they were in. They were always good people, so I never felt that there was anyone that was taking something from them, you know, or or you know, she was a young, vulnerable girl, uh, you know. They never went down that road. You know, I thought that was great as well. Yeah. I thought again in this day and age, you know, Trump's America. I actually thought that this was a really nice uh, little slice of what actually a lot of America is like. Mm, you know? A good, they were all good natured, like people down and out, but 
but willing to help and give their last bit of bread. There's a there's a character in the film that has been helping someone in the wilderness for quite some time um, in a really, really nice way. And it's kind of like, wow, you know, humanity exists in some way. We often forget that in the city. I think know. so. And I, I was really happy to see that in this film, yeah. uh, especially for this young girl who, again, is is discovering this for the first time. Whether it's you know I think it's sappy or whatever I, I mean I didn't I, I didn't find it sappy but you know I thought that um and look maybe it's not representative of what the world really is like but certainly in this film um I thought it was just done really nicely and again yeah. it felt refreshing because Definitely. you know you you could have well you know easily gone down the well worn tropes of all the things that you, you kind of just, yeah. just were, were talking about she could you know, have been abused exactly or, or you know someone, someone takes advantage exactly yeah. exactly and it, you know certainly just it didn't need I didn't I didn't I was happy that this what didn't end up being the road totally mm. exactly and it and it made it uh, made their story more intimate yeah that you could just focus on the, their relationship yeah. with each other and again it, it felt it's it felt real and true to the little bit of America that I, I've seen you know yeah. where people are quite opening and warm and 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 wanting to help. Yeah. And, you know, wanting to help you, you know, and um, and like, like I, I just thought it was really great, and I think we need that. I think <laughs> I think we need to hear more stories and see more of this on the screen, you know. And, I wonder how, like, you know, I wonder how they would have gone, like, given a little bit longer, how they would get money, you know? How would you? You cannot. It doesn't even seem in their abilities that they could be completely self-sustained in that environment. There's scenes that they show where they look so cold. I've almost, it's almost I've never seen a film that has shown coldness. You were putting clothes on in the cinema. <laughs> yeah, I did. I was yeah. so, I felt cold, like yeah. her feet, you yeah. know, and it's like, yeah. geez, they're at their, they're at their, the, the wits, the yeah. end of what a human yeah. body can, yeah. you know, take. So I wondered how long you, you know, could, um, could live in those conditions. You so know? maybe a little bit of suspension of dis- disbelief, um, you know, but, and I will say this as far as, you know, any, you know, kind of negative points. I mean, that part when they're freezing in the middle of the film, I mean, it's it's the darkest part of the story and it's mm. literally the darkest part of the film. I was, yeah. You know, I, I kind of looked at that I was like, mm, well, okay, shop or whatever. But, you know, yeah. I, mean, I, I still felt for the characters. Um, totally. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know that you would need that much money. I mean, they were growing, they, they had a little um, garden patch yeah. in their, um, in their, their little um, home in the, in the park at the beginning. Yep. Um, he was, the dad was selling, uh, he being a veteran, gets my prescription medicine. He was selling that to vets for some money. Yeah. They didn't have a lot. Um, no. And they were so, talking about like their supplies, the supplies, the butane, yeah. various little things that they did have the luxuries. Yeah. Yeah. But you, it's just so, yeah. such a strong, and, we'll, and I, I, I mentioned it earlier, but such a strong, I love direction where you flip, you feel one way and then through, just through direction and story, you feel inside your body a different way. They did it a little bit in uh, Three Billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri, the way that uh, Sam Rockwell's character evolves. Uh, And they did it in this film in the way that you want to live in the wilderness and then you kind of like think, oh, maybe it's not the best thing in the world. You know, I love that direction. It's not heavy-handed, but it's great. So to that point as well, um, you know, I think because you're following these two characters and you've got you you know they both have different motivations and and as the film progressed what became quite apparent to me was that this film's also about depression and mental illness yeah and 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 that was um i thought again really well portrayed in this film you know you have this character ben foster who um he is clearly suffering um from post traumatic stress and he um 
he 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 has suicidal tendencies, and you feel so you really feel for him. You mm. really you want to help him, and you want him to. And you that I think also you know there's a few characters that um talk about um that that there's a doctor that helps him um that he's also an army vet and yeah. you know people are kind of aware of of mental illness illness in this film and um you know I just thought that it was again it was really well portrayed and it was uh, a really great um, anchoring point to the young girl's, um, you know, um, storyline. Yeah. Um, but that for me also just added, uh, a bit more depth to Ben Foster's performance as yeah. well, you know? Um, and he just does that he so, does well. so well. He does it like yeah. that, that whole, the whole, you know, a little bit blank eyed, but there's just a lot, you can see there's so much happening inside mm. his brain and he's holding it all back and he doesn't know how to process it. And he's just shutting down. And you, you can know? see how he, <clears throat> you know, he he kind of knows the right answers to say. You know that he doesn't believe what he's saying. Right, exactly. You know, and, and it all comes through performance. Yes. It's like, oh, so good. Maybe it's a, you know, he's an Oscar contender. Oh, yeah. Do you think so? I, I, oh, it now could that be, you mention you know, it, you like, could definitely get a nom. Yeah. It's like it, a really be, strong performance from, definitely. from both of them. Yeah. That, that little girl as well. Um, just some yeah. of those moments, some of those scenes when she's confronted, when she's, she, you know, there's a few moments when she's seen enough of society and she can see how society needs to be ordered, needs to order her life. And yeah. she can see the benefits of, of living that sort of life and she can she also now finally has a frame of reference to judge the way that she's been living for what seems to be years and the conflict that that arises within her when yeah. when in that in, the, in one scene where she talks about whether how she'll be judged if she has to go to school yeah. and she's so scared in that moment um again what a performance yeah. from this young girl amazing and and she mentions um she understands, she has empathy for her father. Like she's gotten to an age where she can understand right. um, he has uh, an illness yeah. of some description. I, I, again, I thought that was so so well done because again, it's probably the easy route to take where you have a younger child character who is innocent, quote unquote, yeah. and oblivious to, you know, the quote unquote, big on big bad world, right? Yeah. But they didn't do this in this film. How good was that? <clears throat> so she, good. she knew what the world was like and yeah. she was discovering the world and her place in it. But uh, again, just, yeah, just nice to kind of have a film that just doesn't take the audience for idiots and, yeah. can, you know, can, exactly. we can put those pieces together and, you know, again, through the performance. And I will also mention just quickly, the casting I thought was fantastic throughout the board. I loved yeah. seeing these actors playing these minor roles that popped up that they looked like real American people. Mm. They didn't look like, you know, they were cast from some Hollywood casting agent. These no. people looked like they lived in the this world world that they that the film took place in um, and it proves um, it proves that independent filmmaking and filmmaking that is, is using um, tentpole actors um, <clears throat> can still can still succeed yeah you don't need to know you don't need to know that that's a face that you no. recognize and they're a great actor you know totally I, I don't know I mean look I don't know that I would call Ben Foster a, a tentpole actor but I take your point. I think you're right. Yeah. You know, that, that he was the only recognizable face in this. Yeah. Everyone else, you, you, you could were, be everywhere. We're just anywhere. part of the world. Yeah. And that was just such a, I, I love films that are cast like that. Yeah. It was really great. We, um, we have both been, uh, you know, you know, like everyone in this world, we've both been working really hard. We're both kind of tired. We're both kind of thinking about the future. A little bit burnt out A little by bit life burnt we've out. both been feeling lately. <laughs> we were just talking about um, before know? we went into the movie. Yeah, and so as, it was great is- that we got to see uh, a film that sort of just sort of like it was just a, re- a little bit of a relief 
this film gave me life. I have to. I really yeah. I'm, 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 I have to say because I mean, you know, we we went both in, went into this film. Um, we we plumped our butts into this seat and we well, were just in different cinemas. <laughs> I I went into the wrong movie. Um, and and I so I watched, lost. I watched the end of a, a short film which was pretty awful. <laughs> and I thought, oh, okay, well maybe they're just doing you know, short films before in, instead of ads. Now, great, great, I'm in for this. And then the short film ended, and then the lights came. On and I I'm surprised you. you didn't get stuck in a Q and A. Text you, Ryan. <laughs> Am I in the right movie? Yeah, I don't think you were. You know, so we were. We both went into this movie yeah. kind of, you know, again, a little bit worn out. But I, I, as the movie was playing, I just thought, you know what? It, it made me kind of want to go out and achieve something. Yeah, go out and yeah, do something. Go out and just live and be free. It and made me don't a little bit more it? relaxed. Don't you love when a movie does that? Yes, you know, and it's you, so you good. Just kind of just uh, clears out all that gunk that's going on in your brain. And, yeah. And again, I, again, I mean, I kind of go back to Ben Foster's character. I mean, if, it's, if for, for a film about mental illness and depression, you know, it, it left it left me feeling light mm. and feeling free and feeling um, just open exactly. and, and that's wonderful What's I don't wonderful? think you get that from a lot of blockbusters you that, because you get wound up oh man those big movies just yeah, yeah, end you up with a headache egged up and My then, then if it's, it's not great <laughs> if it's not fantastic right. we start cracking the oh, shit to get depressed you know that is the bipolar nature of yeah. the, at least the movies that we've been watching is either yeah. they, they hit you over the head and leave you with a headache or you know they just kind of rip out your soul and yeah, you just end and up feeling really, angry like, oh my god watching Hereditary I just felt like broken <laughs> and just you know like I just felt dark and bleak yeah. this film leaves you feeling like there's there's something in life there's a lot out there that's just waiting to be discovered and beautiful so so it sounds like you'd give it a recommend i you, i would give this uh I'd, yeah i'd highly recommend this yeah. um uh what would you give this out of five we'll just come up with some silly scores all right so we'll silly score i'd give it i'd give it i'd give it four and a half flint flint sticks uh you know uh, in your backpack uh, out of five yeah, yeah. I, I would also I'd give this uh, four and a half really warm waterproof down <laughs> jackets. So not not plastic bags on your feet. No, this is good. This good, is good, good quality, quality yeah. expensive North you know, Face stuff. Duck down, <laughs> just you know, you're warm. Okay, yeah, yeah, don't. So definitely go and see this one. It's yep. worth to see. So. You're listening to I Have a Bad Feeling About This. We uh, are just going to wrap it up, but coming up in the next couple of weeks, we've got a bit of, bit of sci-fi fanfare oh, back in town. Finally. Yeah. Finally. I've been missing this, Ryan. Yeah. This was, a, this was a supposed to be a geeky, <laughs> a geeky we're, sci-fi we've got thing. A bit we've been talking Debbie about. Debbie Downers. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, look, what are we going to talk about next? Well, next up is, uh, well, the, the big um, blockbuster tentpole that's coming out is The Predator. Oh, the, yes. Then, now, am I getting the name right? The Predator? Predator the Predator? Is it? Is it? I think so. I think it's called the Predator. They're so I, I love it. Don't you love it? Like they just can't. They just can't even be bothered coming up with a new name. No. We've had Predator. We've had Predator. We've had Predators, and now this is the Predator. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we can stupid. guess what it's about. It's going to be an alien. It's going to be hunting humans. Yeah. Let's hope or hunting each other. Who knows? So, these days. Um, now. We're both fans of the franchise, obviously. Yeah. So um, I think next time we kind of catch up, we're going to both take a different. Predator movie mm-hmm. um, from the the archives. Yep. We'll talk a little bit about that, and then yeah. we'll we'll talk about the Predator. The yeah, new, the new film. The new now, film. What are you What are you going to talk about? Which Which one are you picking? I'm going to choose Predator Two. Yeah. So right. Gary Busey, uh, Danny Glover, Urban Jungle, Urban Predator. Yeah. Awesome. So what What are you gonna What are you gonna give us? I'll pick Predators. 
I'll yep. pick Adrian Brody and a bunch of sociopaths. Yeah, um, some weaponry. Plonk down, exactly. Plonk down <laughs> onto some Predator Island, Predator yeah. Planet, and they're just going to get hunted. where they are, oh, yeah. I love that setup. <laughs> it was really good. I haven't seen it in such a long time. I'm keen, keen to see if it's yeah. aged, and I'm a big Adrian Brody fan, so... Adrian know. Brody, action action man. Yeah, dude, he... he He's got like yeah. six packs and pecs totally. and the whole lot, like you from, know. from weedy, starved piano player yeah. to like action. Him. And he did did that for a few years. So yeah, yeah I'm looking forward to having a chat about that. Yeah, cool. So uh, so yeah, we'll see you in uh, well a couple of weeks, I guess, and we'll, we'll be back on the on the pod waves. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> All right, cool. All right.